Oh. Hi, I'm Beth, and this is the Art and Cabaret. This episode features Emmy Award-winning writer Rob Cohen. Rob is a consulting producer on American Dad and was a writer on the Ben Stiller Show and The Simpsons. And now, Rob Cohen. <clears throat> the history of mankind is rife with tales about the challenges of life. Pain, war, emotional heartbreak, financial ruin, assassinations, career disappointment, natural disasters, divorce, and plenty of death. But I would gladly have all these things formed into a ball and shoved deep up my ass with a barbed wire glove if it meant I'd never have to deliver another pastrami sandwich to that crazy bitch Sally Kellerman. <clears throat> the year was 1988, and I was a young, fresh-faced lad from the Canadian Rockies, struggling to survive in the City of the Angels. That struggle was made extra difficult because I was down here illegally, somehow sneaking through the system using a made-up social security number and the sweet golden keister God gave me. Sadly, both were getting a little hairy, and I knew my luck and ability to attract lonely businessmen from a street corner was running out. Because, I, thank you. Uh, because I was illegal, I had spent the last few years bouncing around from one minimum wage shit job to the next, hoping that my American appearance and encyclopedic knowledge of the teachings of Mike Brady would keep me out of the pokey. I was a short order cook, a shoe salesman, a yogurt machine repairman, a shipping clerk, and even a security guard at the world famous Sherman Oaks Galleria. If any of you felt that little extra bit secure shopping at Miller's Outpost while watching the breakdancers in front of Licorice Pizza, you're like totally welcome. But after two and a half years, I was itching to get out. Granted, a lot of that itching was due to my cheap polyester security slacks and the stray rat turds in the hot dogs on a stick. But I wanted a career. And that's why I stupidly answered a want ad needing a driver for Greenblatt's Deli. True, it wasn't really a step up, but at least it got me out of the mall, and the only uniform I had to wear was a blue apron as I made my rounds. Hell, I wear aprons just patting around my house on weekends chatting with the girls. And as an added bonus, on the day I went to the deli for my interview, the senior driver told me that at least half of their customers were big-time celebrities. People with names like Eastwood, De Niro, and Lee Roth. <laughs> Sounded pretty cool. The biggest name I'd heard at the mall was Sadaka, and that was from Toshi Sadaka, the retarded half-Japanese maintenance man who would ride around on his floor polisher screaming his own last name. <laughs> I was assigned the night shift, which started at 6 p.m. and went until closing, which was around 2.30 the next morning. Side note, you think emergency rooms see a lot of crazy stuff at night? Try going to strangers' homes in the Hollywood Hills circa Miami Vice. There is not a sexual position, type of drug, or satanic ritual I wasn't witness to. Anybody else here try to get a tip from a drunk gay guy dressed as a centaur? I didn't think so. But it was better than patrolling the mall, and that brings me back to my story. A few weeks into my job, I'd become comfortable with my new situation and settled into a nice rhythm with the other employees. I'd even established a great system with the countermen, Paco and Big Ronnie, to get my delivery food made quickly so I could deliver it quickly, creating happy customers who would hopefully give me happy big tips. It was going quite well until that one fateful eve. I just reported for work and was lining up my runs when the call came in on the hotline. It wasn't actually a hotline, but just a separate phone line the deli used for its special customers, who would call it thinking they were getting some special treatment. And the same guy, Lou, answered the regular phone, but for the hotline, he would class it up by removing his penis from the cash register drawer. <laughs> but this time, something else was weird. As he wrote down the order from the person on the other end, his face went white as...